Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. What is the least cool sport? Race walking. <laughs> it's just, it's the arms. I don't know why. There's nothing not cool about winning an Olympic medal. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with D-Day for Vera Pau. The future of the Ireland manager will be decided tonight. The FAI board made up of 11 people will discuss what's next for Vera Pau at a board meeting where they'll be presented with a review of the World Cup campaign and the qualifiers. Pau has stated she'd like to stay in the role, but it's believed she's lost the support of several of the players, despite leading the girls in green to a first major tournament. The review includes feedback from the players interviewed by Director of Football Mark Cannum. She's been in the role since 2019, but her contract is up and it would be a major surprise if she was offered a new deal. The Nations League gets underway on the 23rd of September with a first women's international at the Aviva Stadium against Northern Ireland. The FAI could opt for an interim manager for that game. Pau's current assistant, Tom Elms, or former number two, Eileen Gleeson, who are both employed by the FAI. Holder Shelburne will play DLR Waves in the quarterfinals of the Women's FAI Cup. Shells will have home advantage for that game. Elsewhere, last year's beaten finalists at Lone Town will take on league leaders Piment United. Bohemians are set to play Sligo Rovers and Shamrock Rovers will go to Cork City. Those games will take place in the week ending September the 17th. Speaking of the World Cup, Spain's first ever tournament success has been completely overshadowed by the behaviour of Luis Rubiales. The Spanish FA, who had previously defended its president, has now called on him to quit over his conduct at the final. He sparked a major row by kissing player Jenny Hermoso on the lips at the medal ceremony after their win over England in the final. She says it wasn't consensual. He initially refused to resign, but regional football bosses in Spain say he seriously damaged the sport's image. Rubiales has called it a manhunt. His mother has gone on hunger strike over his treatment. Spanish football broadcaster Semra Hunter was on Off the Ball last night and talked about the regional bosses, many of whom cheered on Rubiales during his speech last week when he said he wouldn't be stepping down. Most of them are the what they call the territorial presidents. So basically, they're kind of like the regional presidents. Um, so there's 140 members in total, as you rightly say, predominantly men because only six are women. These are men who voted him in, in the first place. And it was very widely reported in the four days before he was reelected that he gave them all a pay raise to 150K a year. So there's political interests, there's financial interests, there's reasons why they support him as their leader. And unfortunately, that behavior shows how complicit they are in all of this. When the women say, it's not just Luis Rubiales who's the problem, it's all of them because they have so openly spoken about this horrible systemic abuse that is really from the top down within the Federation, that's been hidden in plain sight for all these years, but no one really cared enough to do anything about it, quite frankly. So these are very like-minded men, I would say, based on how they behaved and how they reacted to Rubiales and how uh, effusive they were in showing their support and how much they seem to really love the speech as well. So that's kind of, in summary, who these people are and what they're all about. We're into the final week of the transfer window, so a busy few days ahead and add in the Saudi market to the mix. It could be a tense few days for plenty of managers. Several reports that Saudi club Al-Itihad are ready to test Liverpool with a bid of €150 million for Mo Salah before the end of the window. But Jurgen Klopp 
has already shot down the idea of Salah leaving the club. His agent did the same. European football journalist Philippe Auclair was on Off the Ball Breakfast. He said he expects Salah to stay, but he also thinks Liverpool should expect another bid for the Egyptian next summer. I honestly don't think it's going to happen this season. I think next year, I think Liverpool should brace themselves for a big, big approach for, for Mohamed Salah. The player, by the way, didn't look too um, phased by no. given this performance. Uh, the performance we saw at Newcastle didn't seem to be phased by by what was uh, being said about him. And and I think also the indications given by his agent, it's true a couple of, of weeks ago, but I think the, the words the agent has chosen were very strong and, and it was done very calmly. But next year, why why not? And um, I mean, and it would be—I would say—it would be a game changer for for the Saudi league. But it would certainly, in the region, um, I mean, transform it into the league that everybody has to see—not just wants to see, but has to see. And we might very well be in the same situation in not very long. Chelsea have agreed a season-long loan deal with Roma for Romelu Lukaku. The Serie A side will pay 10 million euro take the Belgian striker for a year but there's no obligation for the club to make the deal permanent Lukaku will be reunited with Jose Mourinho once again Fulham have brought in Timothy Castagna from Leicester for an undisclosed fee the fullback has agreed a contract until the summer of 2027 there's the option of a further 12 months Wolves midfielder Mateus Nunes won't be involved in tonight's Carabao Cup second round tie at Hampton Blackpool. He has stopped training with the club in an effort to force through a move to Manchester City. City stepped up their pursuit of Nunes after cooling their interest in West Ham's Lucas Paqueta and had a bid of €55 million Euro rejected last week for the Portuguese. Nunes will be fined after missing training. Wolves are expecting an improved offer before Friday night's transfer deadline. The old Premier League clash between Fulham and Tottenham is the pick of tonight's second round ties. Spurs have made a bright start under Ange Postacoglu, who's promised to treat the League Cup seriously. That was the last trophy the club won back in 2008. Postacoglu wants to change that. I don't care if it's a cup competition, uh, you know, whatever it is, we've got to play in the car park on a rooftop. We just go out there and try and win because uh, I love winning and and that's, that'll be the message. Some of the other ties, Luton go up against Gillingham, Crystal Palace face Plymouth, will Bournemouth are to Swansea and Brentford travel to Newport County. On the pitch last night, finished 2 all between Treaty United and Waterford in the League of Ireland First Division. Waterford were 2-0 up in that game. Atletico Madrid hammered Rayo Vallecano 7-0 for their biggest ever away win in La Liga. Diego Simeone's side were 3-0 up after 36 minutes. They also scored four goals in the space of 13 second-half minutes. Uncapped Kilmarnock midfielder Brad Lyons has been included in the Northern Ireland squad for next month's European qualifiers against Slovenia and Kazakhstan. Fit against strikers Josh McGuinness and Connor Washington and defender Daniel Ballard are also included. Michael O'Neill, though, is unable to call upon Jamal Lewis, Connor Bradley and Aaron Donnelly. He's already without long-term absentees. Stephen Davis, Corey Evans, Stuart Dallas and Shane Ferguson. Police inquiries underway following an incident outside a nightclub in which Newcastle club captain Jamal Lascelles and a group of them were said to have been attacked. According to reports, the player's 19-year-old brother was elbowed in the head and another member of the group was knocked unconscious during what the police called disorder at around 4am on Sunday morning, the 20th of August in Newcastle City Centre. That was a few hours after Newcastle had played Manchester City in Manchester. No arrests have been made. John Herdman has stepped down as manager of Canada to take over MLS side Toronto. Herdman guided Canada to their first World Cup final since 1986 last year. The 48-year-old spent seven
seven years in charge of the Canada women's team. The football daily on off the ball. And the Melbourne victory finally threw a bucket of sand in the face of Melbourne City goalkeeper Tom Glover during a violent pitch invasion at an A-League match last year. has been jailed for three months. Glover was left bloodied and concussed after being struck in the face by the bucket as victory fans stormed the Melbourne Rectangular Stadium pitch last December. It was in protest at the sale of the playoff finals to Sydney for four years. The match was abandoned after the incident. It was completed almost four months later with City winning 2-1.